Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Good morning. Good morning to our creating prayer culture for God. Amen. Thank God. Amen. For another day that we're able to wake up and open our eyes. Praise be to God. We thank God. Amen. That his love showers down upon us as we celebrate this morning. Amen. As we open our eyes and we continue to spread his love, spread his word. Amen. Here on this February the 7th of 2020, we thank God, amen, for everyone tuning in once again to our morning prayer call, amen, because we need prayer, amen. We have to have prayer, amen. We search for prayer, and God, amen, is answering our prayer, because he said the prayers of the righteous are better than much. So we truly thank God, amen, for everyone that is sacrificing their time, amen, being obedient to come together, amen, each and every time that... We make a request, amen, whether it is on Thursday, wisdom call at 7.30, amen, for good teaching, Bible studying, sound doctrine, amen, praying and just praising and worshiping God, whether it be at your house of worship, amen, gathering together, forsaking not the sum of God's people for somebody in the habit of doing, but we all come together, amen, unite as one, and we celebrate, amen, for the things that God has done for us, amen, and the things that he's continued to do by giving us another opportunity, amen, to breathe, to live, amen, to keep on living, amen, to keep on striving, to keep on pressing on, amen, and not giving up, and keep on, amen, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, amen. We know that the word of God said, be still and know that I am God. And that's what we're doing, thanks to God. We're being still, and we're just acknowledging God in everything that he does, amen, that is in the earth, on the earth, amen, everything that surrounds us, amen. God is in control of everything, and his love is just spreading above, amen. It's going above and beyond, amen. It's even entering into the heart of those who are blinded by the minds of the God of this world, is even changing their lifestyle, changing their ways, amen, because they're having a role up to, to the massive experience, amen, and God is bringing them out of that dark and desolate places. So we truly thank God, amen, for the listeners and our supporters out there that is supporting, amen, that's creating a prayer culture for God podcast. We're up to, amen, 10 platform, and we truly thank God that the radio waves are reaching all the way up to the every satellite that is up there in the universe, amen, and it's coming down, and it's reaching even down to the tips of uh, Africa and Asia and the country of Europe, South America, North America, amen. We truly thank God that it's going all over this world. It's because of support that we have as prayer warriors, intercessory, uh, gatekeepers, amen, Praise be to God, we're always coming together and we're always staying in agreement of prayer throughout our day, even when we're, we're coming off this phone line, amen. We're still agreeing with one another, amen, with the blessing of God, amen, to always send out his anointing before us, to bust up, crush up, destroy anything that's not of him. We thank God, amen, for our for our listeners and, our, and not only just listening, thanks to God, but our doers of the word, amen. We're doing what the word requires to do, amen. Because God be for us, thanks to God. Who in the world can be against us? If we have God, amen, he is always for us. He is always, he's always listening. He's always knowing, amen. If he be for us, according to Romans 8 and 31, who in the world can be against us, thanks to God, amen. 
And who in the world shall bring a charge against God's elite? Amen. It's because God's love is what covers a multitude of sins. God's love that keeps us, amen, and keeps those who call on the name of Jesus. He said, if you call upon my name, I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things. So we thank God, amen, that we have the ability to call on the name of Jesus. As the Bible said, and according to Job 22 and 28, if we call it, amen, we call it, we declare it, we decree it, amen, we make a declaration, amen, and we decree the word, amen, and we send it out. He said that it will not return void, but it will accomplish what it sent out to do, what God sent it out to do, amen. So we call on the name of Jesus, amen, and we bring all our cares and our burden, and we lay it down upon him, for he said, I will give you rest, amen. Cast all your burdens down upon him, amen, and he will answer you, and he always, amen, he always, always alert, he's always watchful, he always goes, my God, he come in like a thief in the night, my God, to gather up his children, to gather up his bride, amen, to bring them back, amen, because we have dual citizenship here on this earth, amen, according to First Peter chapter 2 and 17. We have dual citizenship. Yeah, we're here on this earth, but we also are citizens in heaven, amen. We are on our way to heaven, amen, and we want to continue to spread this word so everyone else can join us and be caught up, my God, caught up with Jesus, amen, so we shall see him who he really is. So, saints of God, I tell you, saints of God, continue to listen, amen, to the podcast, amen, continue, amen, to put it in your archive, continue, amen, to put it in your record, go back, listen to it over and over again, research, get your notes out, amen, write down the scripture, go back and write for divide the word of truth, amen, because it's building us up in the kingdom of God, because the word of God said the kingdom of God is suffering violence, and violence is taken by force, and we're doing our part as warriors, as overcomers, as gatekeepers, as intercessory prayer warriors, we're doing our part, we're putting our hands to the work of the Lord because he said we commit our work unto the Lord. Amen. He will even establish. Amen. He was to establish our ways. Amen. The steps. Amen. That we take, Father God. We thank him in the name of Jesus that we're able to take this step. Amen. A leap of faith, thanks to God, is what we're doing. We're leaping out our faith. We're launching out our faith. Amen. We're casting out our faith out there. Amen. Because he said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, that you can move mountains. Amen. And we're moving mountains. We're moving obstacles. We're moving barriers and traps. We're moving those things that try to hinder us from going closer to God and gaining a closer relationship with God. As Pastor Peter spoke it last night, according to Jeremiah 29 and 11. Amen. For he said, I know the plans that I have for you, plans for peace and not evil, plans for you to have and expect it in with a hope and a future. If you want to know anything about your life and your purpose here on earth, amen, and your future, my God, what is about to come, you better know Jesus, amen, because he's the only truth, amen. He's the only light, and he knows all, does all, is all, amen. And he already stated in Jeremiah 29 11 that he knows the plans that he has for all of us, amen. Everybody has a purpose here on this earth. Everybody has work to do on this earth. Amen. As Paul said in Philippians chapter 1 and 6, 
I am confident of this, that this good work that the Lord has started in me shall not be finished until the day of Christ's return. So we thank God, amen, for the love that we have. It is work that we're putting to the plow. We're not looking back. He said, if you look back, amen, you're not even fit to the kingdom of God. We got to keep our mind focused on Jesus. We got to stay and keep our eyes on the hill which come at our help, amen. We don't look back, nothing to look back to. There's nothing to go back to. We got to keep moving. We got to keep moving forward. We got to keep advancing to the kingdom of God because he says, seek me, my God, and you shall find me. And when you call upon me, I will answer you. So we thank God, amen, that we live for Jesus. We live for the love of God. We live, amen, for his His, his, his prosperity in our heart, amen, to always be with him. Praise be to God. So we truly thank God, amen, once again for everyone coming in and tuning in this morning, amen, as we continue to talk about the love of God and not the love of money because the word of God said the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, amen. And we mentioned this about a few months ago about people and how they love materialistic stuff and money and and power and fame and fortune position status quo amen nothing that none of that has nothing or anything to do with god amen our love must be for god amen because you love money you love materialistic stuff you can even love your children your family your wife your husband your cars your house if you love those things more than you love god he said it is the root of all kinds of evil so don't get me wrong here People going around and say, well, I love money, but I also love God. No, you can't serve two mouths, amen. You're going to either love one or hate the other. You're going to either love the world or you're going to love God. If you love the world, the, the word of God said, a friend of the world is an enemy of God. So you got to love God. You must love God. You must put God first in everything. Every time that you open your mouth, every word come out of your mouth need to be the word of God because the word of God is love, amen. And love is what covers, amen. It covers a multitude of sin. It covers sin, amen. Things that we have done in the past, things that we're preparing to do, amen. Wrong with our hands, wrong with our thinking. But the love of God is what covers a multitude of sin. So we thank God, amen, as we get ready to dine in the word, amen. And we get on the prayer, amen, and we get you out to your job, praise be to God. Thank God, amen, that everyone, praise be to God, have work to do, amen. You're not sitting around. You're not watching the paint dry off the wall. You're not curling your fingers. You're not kicking your legs up. No, you're out there working. You're out there preaching. You're out there teaching. You're out there encouraging the people of God with the word, amen. You're out there telling them about the good news of Jesus Christ. So everyone that tunes in, everyone that hears this message each and every day, you have work to do, amen, and you keep striving, amen, you keep pressing, amen, whatever platform that the Lord thy God gives you, you take advantage of it, amen, redeem the time, because the time that we're living in is evil, so we got to redeem the time, we got to redeem this opportunity, amen, whatever job that we have to go to, amen, whatever workplace that we have to go to, amen, even if we're out there doing volunteer work, amen, that's still work. Because you're putting your hands, amen, to the plow, amen, and don't look back. Whatever you do with your hands and words and deeds, amen, 
You do it all in the name of Jesus. So we thank God, amen, that everyone has an opportunity to go out of their house, wherever they may be, and put their work, amen, put in their work. Praise be to God. So if I take you to Matthew chapter 22, we're going to start with verse 15, amen. And we know that this is the season, praise be to God, where uh, everybody here, amen, United States of America and probably all over the world is paying taxes. We know this is tax season. We know that this is the time where we must honor our, uh, our, our taxes and our revenue, amen, to the IRS. And it's the same thing that happened back in the biblical times, amen. The same thing is happening right now. And so I want to touch bases, amen, because I don't want people – Amen. God's people to be so focused on receiving a big tax return, a big blessing. Amen. Because every day is a blessing. Amen. Every day we are getting, amen, our blessing. We're receiving it. Amen. We don't have to wait to one time of the year to receive. Amen. Because we know that if we honor God, amen, and he will provide everything that we need because he will supply everything that we need according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. So in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, amen, we're going to start with verse 15, amen, and it said that the Pharisees went and plotted how they might entangle him in his talk, and they sent him their disciples. Yeah, they got disciples out there. They got evildoers out there. They got those who are trying to trap us in our words and trying to trap us in our in our doing and our in our obedience for God. And they sent to him their disciple with there the Herians saying, Teacher, we know you are true and teach the way of God in truth. Now watch this now. They said, Nor do you care about anyone, really? Nor do you care about anyone, amen, for you do not regard the person of man. You see how the enemy is a liar, is a deceiver. They're going to try to trap Jesus and say that he didn't care about anything about humanity. When Jesus had compassion on all, amen, the blind, the broken, amen, the dumb, amen. He Everybody received their sight. Everybody who called on the name of Jesus, they received healing. And they're going to say here that he don't care about no one. For you do not regard the person of man. My God, he is the son of God. He is God Almighty. He is He is He is our God. Amen. He is a living God. And he has feelings. Amen. He has emotion because he has compassion on us all. Amen. And he said, if they humble themselves and just pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, he said, Yet then I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive them their sins and heal their land. But they're going to go on here and they're going to try to trap Jesus, amen, for you do not regard the person of men. In verse 17, he said, tell us, therefore, what do you think? It is lawful to pay taxes to Caesars or not. But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, why do you test me, you hypocrite? Show me the tax money. Jesus already knew who was on the, on the front of that coin. He already knew who Caesar was. So they brought him a Daenerys, and he said to them, Who image and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar. And he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar that are Caesar, and to God the things that are God. My God, in the name of Jesus. Look at verse 22. When they heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. Woo, my God. 
telling you know that God knows all, hears all, does all, and we have to pay our taxes. We have to render everything, amen. Our taxes and our revenue, we work so hard. We get up each and every day, amen. We do our work. We go to work. We provide for our family, for our children, amen, to put food on the table. But God is the one that gives the increase. And I love it how Jesus said, give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but you make sure you give unto God what belongs to God. That means that you bring the whole thing to God, his percentage, amen, his 10%. You bring everything to God, amen, and he will open up the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing upon you that you won't even have room for. He is the one that will rebuke the devourer, amen, for your name's sake. Why? Because you have staked your claim in heaven, amen. Store up your treasure in heaven, amen. That's where your heart at. So the canker worm and the locusts and all of the deceptiveness and the stealing and the, the, the thieving and the manipulation shall not come in, amen. It can't come in your heart because your heart towards heaven, and praise be to God. So you give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but give unto God what belongs to God. God need our time. He need our effort. He need our love. My God, he need our work. My God, we, he need our listening, our skills, amen, our talent, our gifts, amen, that they will make room for us and bring us before great men. So we do not love money, amen. It's okay to love, amen, the things of this world, but don't love those things more than you love God. Don't put those things before God, amen. You seek the kingdom of God first, and all is righteousness, and everything else shall be added unto you. My God, for God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Do not love money, because the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Do you say you love God? You love God with a pure heart, a clean heart, a right and contrite spirit. Amen. We're not loving God so that he can bless us and open up the floodgates of heaven. He'll do it anyway. Praise be to God. We love God because he is God and he is love. The unconditional love. He got a love. My God. It don't have a measuring stick. It's never any. Love lasts always. It's perfect. My God. The law is perfect. The law is perfect. We must do what it tells us to do. Love God. Love, love God. Wait. My God. Continue, amen, to strive in the things of God. Oh, my God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for this word of today, Father God, that we're going to go out, Father God, and we're going to do the work, God. We're going to be still and know that you are God in our life, Father God, in everything that we do, Father God. We do it all in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you, Father God, that you go before us, Father God, that we're able, Father God, to be a light in a dark place, Father God, wherever our place of, of workplace, Father God, our place of worship, Father God, our place, Father God, for our family and our loved ones go to, Father God. Let them, Father God, do the work of the kingdom, Father God. Let them continue, Father God, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, my God, in the name of Jesus. Let them continue, Father God, to be the salt of the earth, Father God. Let them continue, Father God, to be fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Christ, God. Thank you, Father God. Let them continue, Father God, to have peace, Father God, to have joy, Father God, to have meekness on their jobs, Father God, in their workplace, God. And give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but give unto you what belongs to you, Father God. It all belongs to you, God. You're in control of everything, God. Why? Because greatest is inside of me that he's in the world. And a 
according, my God, to Philippians 4 and 13, that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us, God. And we thank you in the name of Jesus, God, that we're going to take this word, Father God, and we're going to continue, Father God, to spread your love, Father God, to spread your love all over this earth, Father God, because people are listening, God. They are receiving in the name of Jesus all the way down to the deep hips of Africa, God, all the way up, Father God, to the northern hemisphere, Father God, of Europe, Father God, in Asia, Father God, all the way down south to South America and all over North America, God, even in Australia, Father God. We thank you in the name of Jesus that this love of yeah. your word, Father God, reaches, Father God, to the tip, Father God, east, mm. west, north, and south, yeah. God, and people are hearing it, Father God, and they know, Father God, there are some people that is in a place, Father God, that's calling out the love of Christ all over this earth, praying for more love, praying for more humbleness, God, praying for more, Father God, to overcome all of this evilness and deceptiveness and, and, and cunning and craftiness and ism and schism and vain glory and selfishness and arrogance and lovers of themselves and lovers of money, God. We thank you in the name of Jesus that you're providing everything that we need, God. All we need is you, God. All we need is your love, God. All that we ask for, Father God, we ask for your love, God, because your love, Father God, lasts forever. Your love, Father God, keep our minds always stayed on you, God, and you continue to keep us in perfect peace, God. Your love, Father God, give us joy, God, because you said the joy of the Lord is my strength, Lord. We thank you in the name of Jesus, God, that we spread this love aboard, Father God. We spread it all over, Father God, even in the hearts and the minds, Father God, of all of your people, Father God, because you love, Father God, you love us so much, God, that you gave your only begotten Son that whosoever believed in him shall not perish but have everlasting life, God. We thank you for Jesus, God. He is our light, Father God. He is our source, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for providing him to us, Father God, that giving him to us, Father God, because you said, Father God, unto us a, a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace, God Almighty, Emmanuel, God is with us, Father of the fatherless, friend of the friendless. We thank you in the name of Jesus. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. He is the King of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. And we thank you, Father God. We're going to continue to put our feet and our hands to the plow, and we're going to continue to move forward, Father God, because it's what we love to do, God. We love to preach. We love to teach. We love to get on the phone line each and every day. We love, Father God, to hear about the good news of Jesus Christ, my God, in the name of Jesus. We love to hear the kingdom of God coming forth because the kingdom of God is upon us in the name of Jesus. We love to hear that people are bringing their life and they're turning their life around and they're repenting and they're asking God for forgiveness. And they're coming out of their dark and desolate places. And they're asking God, Lord, what must I do to be saved, God? I'm tired. I'm tired of sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, Lord, of going through the same old thing day by day, hour by hour. But, Lord, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you heard our voice, Father God, over this prayer line, God, that the prayers of the righteous are better than much, God. You said, Father God, when the praises go up, the blessing come down, God. And we thank you in the name of Jesus for sending down more of your love, Father God, that covers every human being that is walking on this earth, God, even the ones, Father God, who have stopped believing in you, Father God. We believe that one day, Father God, that they will have that experience, Father God, that they will change that talent off of their heart, Father God, 
because of the prayer, Father God. And you said, Father God, do not, my God, do not grow weary in doing good because in due season you shall receive reward. I tell you, saints of God, you're receiving your reward in due season. The time is now, the opportunity is now. And as you snatch it up right now, you run, you run, you run on over and see what the end is going to be because he said that the end of a thing is better than the beginning of a thing. Though your beginnings may be small, my God, in the name of Jesus, yet will your latter end greatly increase. My God, you started off small, but it increased at the end. It's going to increase, increase more, multiply. God is the God of increase. My God, in the name of Jesus, and he's going to continue to keep his arm wrapped around you with his love. So you continue to keep your eyes focused on Jesus. You continue to keep your eyes focused on his love and use his love, my God, to bring even your enemies, my God, to let them be a footstool up under your feet, my God. Look above your enemy's head, my God, because God said when a man's way pleases him, he'll even make his enemy be at peace with him. You continue to please God. You continue to honor God. You continue to serve God. You be energized by the word of God because the word of God, my God, should never pass away. Heaven and earth should pass away. But the word of God should stand forever. So, saints of God, I come to you today, Father God, in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and 10, if anyone don't work, neither shall they eat, saints of God. You have got to work. you got to do the work of the Lord. Because if you don't do the work of the Lord, you cannot eat, my God. And we must eat the word of God. Eat the whole thing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. So, Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that we're going to continue, Father God, to work, to do your work, to fulfill, Father God, your plans and your future and your purpose that you have for everyone, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for this word today, Father God, that we're going to give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but we're going to give unto you what belongs to you and your your love, Father God, your work, our compassion for you, Father God, our love for you, Father God. We're giving it unto you, Father God, and we're giving it unto your people, Father God, as we're not resting, Father God. We're not resting at all. We continue, Father God, to put our hands to the ply and continue to look forward and plant the seeds in the hearts of your people. So, Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. For everything that you're doing and everything that you're prepared to do in our life, Father God, we receive it in the name of Jesus. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth that it is in heaven. Forgive us our debt as we forget our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Father, we thank you and we ask all of these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, then. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. God, thanks to God. Amen. All right. Amen. Give unto peace what belongs to Caesar. Give unto God what belongs to God. Praise be to God. Woo, glory. All right. Amen. Amen. The pastor left up. Yes, Amen. sir. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Eric. Amen. Seeing ye have yes, purified sir. your souls and obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfrightened love 
of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. Amen. Be enthusiastic about it, saints. Thank Pastor Eric for that prayer this morning. Be passionate about it. Be joyful about it. Be deliberate. Be intentional about it. Amen. And so we thank God for the prayer this morning. Amen. All right, then. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning to everybody. This is Pastor Lester Hayes coming at you this morning from Columbus, Georgia. Amen. And we thank the Lord this morning for another day that the Lord has made. We come together this morning to still rejoice and be glad in it because it's a day that we've never seen before today. And we know not for the love of God, we none of us would have made it this far. So we thank the Lord this morning for loving us so much that he would grant us the opportunity to see, to lay eyes on another day to wake up in a brand new day uh, that the Lord has made. And so let our hearts just rejoice this morning because this is the day that he made. And out of love, he allowed us to have new mercy this morning, grace and truth still meeting together, letting us him know, Lord God, that uh, because of Jesus, uh, we're able to see this day still in our right mind, still got the activity of our limbs, still moving and breathing because of the love of the Father. And we want to go forth today and love fervently today, you know, loving the brethren, loving God, loving our enemies, those who persecute us, loving each other this morning fervently with some enthusiasm and being passionate about it, driven by it, you know, intentionally, purposefully, joyfully, you know, deliberately, you know, I love that, loving the brethren fervently, you know, and so we thank the Lord this morning, amen. So we're going to bring on our very on um, Pastor Phoebe to pray this morning. This is Saturday morning, February the 8th, 2020. And we thank the Lord this morning for all of our prayer words and intercessors for joining us this morning, our gatekeepers, our watchmen and women, and our overcomers this morning. We thank the Lord again for this platform where our, our message of love and our prayers of love calling uh, the world to love more. Uh, because love is the ideal life to live on this earth. Hate divides and conquers and destroys, but love, you know, is the ideal life that we want to live. And so we want to continue to let that be our message. We wanted to go out on our podcast, 10 different platforms, and reaching the world around the world, a message of love, and that the Lord would just use it to bring people closer to him, because he said, by loving kindness have I drawn thee. And we know that he's still using loving kindness to draw people today. Hate divides and pushes people away from God, away from his church, and, uh, and away from each other. But we want that love that cause us to turn back toward each other with love in our hearts that the Holy Ghost has put there. And so we thank the Lord this morning for the spirit of love. We thank him for the love of God that is in us by the Holy Ghost this morning. Amen. And so we love you all this morning. For all of our listeners out there, we just want to let you know that we love you this morning. This is why we rise early, because we want to spread love. Amen. We want to get our message out there early for somebody today that might fall victim to some hate, hate, spirit of hate. But we want to be early this morning to get our message out there about love that will hopefully counter that, that, that hateful attack this morning. And it will overcome it by love this morning. Amen. So with that said, uh, we want to go ahead and bring on uh, Pastor Phoebe this morning. Pastor Phoebe. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Uh, throughout this week, we've been talking about love. Throughout this month, we've been talking about scriptures on love, loving God, and loving his people. And this morning, I want to share some quick passages of scriptures with everybody 
that we're able to come together and we're gathering in Jesus' name. But um, in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, starting at verse 9, and it's talking about the whole duty of a man, the purpose of, of the preacher, but I'm going to read to you from um, the Amplified Version this morning, but it says, furthermore, starting at uh, verse 9 and chapter 12 of Ecclesiastes, furthermore, it says, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge, and he pondered and searched out and arranged many proverbs. The preacher sought to find delightful words, even correctly words of truth. It says, the words of the wise are like protein gold, and those collected things are firmly fixed in the mind like well-driven nails. They are given by one shepherd. 12 says, but beyond this, my son, about going further than the words given by one shepherd, be warned. The writing of many books is endless, so do not believe everything you read and excessive study and devotion to books is wearing to the body. 13 says, when all has been heard, the end of the matter is fear God, worship him with all fear reverence, knowing that he is almighty God and keep his commandments, for this applies to every person. So in other words, it's, it's saying, right, and this is, this is dealing with love. This is dealing with love of the Father, um, loving that word because we have to love the word and we have to continue to apply the word to our lives every day, which is what we're doing. We're getting up every morning and, and we're applying the word. We're praying. We're declaring it. We're speaking it. We're sharing it. Um, continuously, we're not we're not stopping. Uh, we, we thank God for the Word of God is what we're going by. We're not going by any great books or any any great uh, teachings that people are doing outside of the Word of God. A lot of people they write a lot of books and they try to take books and read them, or they say read this book or read that book. But we thank God that for us, we're going by the book, the Word of God, the the true word of God. We're going by the, the living word, the Bible. That's the word that we're teaching. That's the word that we're living by. And it's saying for us as preachers, this, this is the purpose of us as preachers. This is our duty. is to teach men and women of God, to teach them the word of God, to teach them how to remain stable. Stability comes from the word of God. Because we have a love for God and a love for his people. Um, also, too, if, if you go over to Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, starting with, praise God, uh, verse 5, we've been talking about it. It says that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and with all your soul and with all your strength, your entire being. I'm reading from the Amplified this morning. It says, these words which I am commanding you today shall be written on your heart and mind, and you shall teach them diligently to your children. Um, the emphasis being on five and six. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, your entire being. These words which I'm commanding you today shall be written on your heart and mind. Now, as we're reading that, we as, as men and women of God, this is what we preach. This is what we teach. This is what the scriptures say. So what we do is we just continue to remind God of what his word says as we 
remind you of what his word says because these are the things that we teach. This is this is a stability scripture. This is a scripture that that will keep you, that will help you. It's instructing you, just like we as pastors, we instruct you with the knowledge of God. Not our knowledge, but his knowledge, because that's the whole duty of our work. That's the work that has been given to us. And that's the work that we teach and share with others. These are, are the wise words, the word of the Lord. Um, but as you go on too, you can go even over into Matthew 22 and 37. These are just scriptures that we've been teaching. We've been learning on love. We've been going through this. Matthew 22 and 37 goes on to say the same thing as this. It says, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And when you begin to read over that, now, we just read that in Deuteronomy, which was in the Old Testament, which was in, in the beginning. Then we, we read over it again in Matthew 22 and 37, which is the New Testament, which was Hebrews 13 and 8 says that he's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. So the same word about love was given to God back in Deuteronomy was the same word that was given for Peter back in Matthew 22 and 37, which means it's always been about love. It's always been about loving God. And so that's what we as pastors and teachers and preachers, men and women of God, we're, we're servants, servants of God, because we're service first. We're, we're pastors, but we're service first. And our job is the word of God. Our job is to serve it, to share it. Everywhere that we go, we share this word of God because that's the purpose of what we do. That's the purpose of what, what we do. That's that's the life that we live now. That's, that's who we are. That's what we're striving for is to continue to teach everyone about Jesus, about his love, um, everything that he, he stands for. When you look, praise God, 13, when all has been heard, this is in Ecclesiastes 12 and 13, when all has been heard, the end of the matter is, fear God, worship him with all fear of reverence, knowing that he is almighty God, and keep his commandments, for this applies to every person, that for all of us. Love the Lord with all your heart. That was emphasized in Deuteronomy. Then it was also emphasized again in Matthew. So from the same God, he never changes. It says he remains the same. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. So all this week, all this month, for the past couple of months, we've been talking on love. And so this morning as we got up, continuing talk about love and we're gonna we're gonna continue to, to love the Lord with all our heart. We're gonna continue to love one another. We're gonna continue to share love even today as, as Pastor Lester and Pastor Karen uh go out to the celebration of life. They're going to share love. And I know that everybody there will be celebrating and sharing love. The love of the Father that is in heaven and the love of the Father who was an earthly father and just loving one another and strengthening one another through the word of God. So we just, we pray today. We know today 
that salvation will be offered. That's another form of love. We share it everywhere we go. We, we thank God that they will all be there to just enjoy and celebrate, celebrate life, which life was given to us from our Father, our Heavenly Father. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you this morning for this time. We thank you for this gathering. God, we just appreciate you so much, Father, for every opportunity that you give us every morning that we can wake up and we can we can get on to creating a prayer culture for God line and we can share it, we can declare it and we can testify and God we can we can pray on this line that you have given us, this place that you have given us, this space God that you have given us that we can gather, we can come together and we can unite as one. Our our main purpose here, Lord, is is to, to exalt you whenever we gather. Whenever we get time to just get away and pull away, God, we thank you that our time is spent worshiping you, all in you, being in your presence, God, reverencing you, Lord. We thank you that we're able to continue to do this, oh God. We we enjoy appreciating your word, God. We enjoy sharing your word, God. We enjoy declaring your word, God. We enjoy singing your word, hearing your word, speaking your word, reading your word, God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can meditate on your word. Scripture say to meditate on your word day and night. We thank you, God, that we love the word. We, we're always trying to seek after more of it, God. We're always trying to go deeper into your word. We have grown to love the scriptures. We've grown to love what the word stands for. We've grown to love your people, God. And Father, we just thank you this morning for this time. God, even though, Lord, it's a Saturday morning, God, we just look at it as another morning, another opportunity to give you praise, to lift up your name, to extol you. God, we thank you mm -hmm. for each and every one that is taking time out to come together, Lord. We thank you that we all gather because we're, we're following after you, God. So we're following you as you follow Christ. You're following us as we follow Christ. We're coming together, Lord. It's all because we're going in the same direction, God. We're going into the same place, God. We're looking for more of you, God. We thank you that we have the time to, to come to you, Lord, God. Thank you, Lord, that we don't look at this as an interruption on our day, God. We look to this as the start of our day, God. We were preparing on yesterday morning for last night, God, and we're preparing this morning for tonight, for today. So whatever we may encounter, whoever we may come in contact with, Lord, we thank you that you've already put in our hearts the word to share. Father, we thank you for all those souls that are going to be saved on today, God. We thank you yes. for all those that are going to be coming back to you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for your joy, God, for the joy <coughs> of the Lord is our strength, God. That's become our strength, God. And, Lord, we just praise you this morning. We pray for the family, God, that you will continue to strengthen them up, oh, God. And we pray for those who desire more of your spirit, God, more of your peace. We stand in the gap for them this morning, God. We thank you, Lord, that your peace and your strength and your joy is coming to them, God. And even for those that tune in, God, and listen to this word, God, we're praying that more people will begin to listen to the podcast, God, and they will begin to allow it to just place and continuously 
that we'll have the opportunity to share your word, to share your scriptures. That's our duty, God. That, that's the purpose for us who are our pastors and our leaders, God. It is to teach the people your precepts. It's to teach the people your word, God. And, and your purpose is for us to fear you, God, to obey you, God. That's the greatest commandment, God, that you've given us, God. That's one of your great commandments that you have given us. God, for us, our job is to continue to seek after you, God, to obey your every commandment and to love you with all our heart, with all our mind, everything that we got, Lord, everything that we have, we are to love you with it, oh, Father God. Everything that we find these hands to do, that we put these hands to, God, we're going to do it all unto you, God. It's going to be done all for you, Jesus. So we thank you this morning. We love you. We appreciate you. At this world, God, we continue to pray for this world, God, that they will love you with all their heart and all their mind, all their strength, oh, God. We appreciate you, Father. We love you. We honor you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We're so thankful to you for everything. And we're thankful to you for this prayer line that you have given us, oh, God. So, Father, we give your name all the honor glory and the praise this morning and everything that we do we do it in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you Lord. Thank you Amen, Pastor Phoebe. Thank you for that prayer. Thank you for the scriptures this morning. Amen. We're calling everybody out there this morning that, that this broadcast reach. We're calling them back to the love of the Father this morning. Amen. Anything else will be a crisis. So we just call everybody. That's, that's the sound of our voice this morning. Back to the love of the Father. That's the only thing that's going to count in the end, as you told us this morning, Ecclesiastes, is that we Fear God and keep his commandments. Amen. That's love, y'all. That's the only thing that's going to count in the end, that we love the brethren in Christ Jesus fervently, being enthusiastic about it, compassionate about it, purposeful about it, intentional about it, and deliberate about it. And so, amen. I love what you said about we live this life, you know. As we preach it and teach it, we also live it. And so we love God, love his folks, and we love the work. So amen. Thank you again, Pastor Phoebe, for that prayer uh, and that word this morning. Pray it reach everybody in the, the whole world right now. We call them back to the love of the Father this morning. Amen. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to all of uh, our prayer partners and prayer warriors and intercessors and gatekeepers and watchmen and women. Uh, this is Pastor Lester and Sharon Hayes uh, here in uh, Columbus, Georgia, bringing you all greetings this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, we just thank the Lord this morning for you all thinking it not Robert to join us this morning on the Creating a Prayer Culture for the Lord this morning. God is so good this morning. And so we thank you this morning. The Bible said when two or three gather together in his name, there he is in the midst of them, and we feel his presence this morning. Amen. Already have acknowledged him already this morning, making known our love and adoration toward him. And what a beautiful thought, man, to be able to make known to God your love and your adoration. Amen. And we just thank him this morning because there's nothing greater than love. There's nothing greater than confessing to the one who is love that you love him and knowing that 
he's already chose to love us even before the foundation of the world. And so we just thank the Lord this morning for uh, the spirit of love just being in us. We thank him that love is the ideal life that we should strive to live here on earth, not only us, but we like for that love to extend this morning across the face of this earth, amen, because we truly do pray and believe that love is what the world needs now. That's the one area where we believe that humanity, mankind is falling short is because, uh, you know, there's so much iniquity sweeping across the earth and it seems to be appealing, uh, you know, but it doesn't really satisfy and it doesn't really reach the level. You know, there's no worldly pleasure out there that can reach the level of love and knowing that you're loved and knowing that you're able to love in spite of all that is going on right now that is dark and wicked and evil. We believe that there is a ray of hope and light at the end of the tunnel. And we believe that living that, that ideal life of love on this earth is what's going to get us there as a race of people, as a human race. Amen. And so we thank God for loving this world. I love John 3.16. God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So we thank God for that promise of hope right there. And all we have to do, man, is just believe on the one who loved us. Believe that he really did love this world, you know, so much, amen, that he gave his only begotten son. The greatest love gift to humanity. And it's a sad commentary for any human being to try to live on this earth outside of the parameters of love. I mean, it's almost like a humanitarian crisis for any human being to try to do anything, man, and be successful at it without love. Amen. You either got to love what you're doing or you're going to hate what you're doing. You either got to love the one you with or you're going to hate the one you with. It's just that simple. Even those who are not so pleasant to get along with need love. Even those who persecute us, they need love. We know right away. You know, when there's water in that well, you can tell, you know, and when there's no water in there, it's empty. It sounds like tinkling brass and a sounding summer that makes a loud noise, you know, but it's empty. There's nothing in there. But we know that when, we, when our hearts are full of love, everyone will know by that love that we are God's disciples. Amen. Because we love the brethren. So we give the Lord praise this morning for this subject. We think it's one man that does not get enough time and attention. And we're so glad that we're praying right now that we will see more love. We'll love more. We'll be loved more. And that by that love, you know, many shall be drawn to the father because he said that by love in kindness have I drawn thee. And so he's expecting to be lifted up as a love gift to us so that he can draw all men unto him. And I tell you, the love of Christ is what's going to get people drawn to him. And so we want to walk in love and show, show more love. Amen. And so we give God praise this morning for this prayer culture that we can reach out, man, to our listening audience out there, man, and on 10 different uh, media platforms this morning, you know, and we're all in the Netherlands and we're in other places right now. And so our influence or God's influence of love is far reaching right now. And we want to continue to come to this line be drawn to this line by the love of the Father and pray that that love would just serenade, that love would just take off like wings, man, and 
just go into all these places where there's so much hatred right now. There's so much bloodshed right now. There's so much division right now. There's so much war and rumors of war right now. There's people that are just torn. Families are being destroyed right now, you know, killing each other. And, you know, mothers' hearts are hard toward their daughters and daughters toward their mothers and fathers toward their sons and sons toward their fathers and husbands toward their wives and wives toward their husbands. We got a mess on our hands, y'all, but it's nothing that love cannot conquer. It's nothing that love cannot heal. Love cannot repair it. And we just have to be willing to love, amen, and to show that love that we might be able to reap that love. You know, we sow in love, we reap in love. You sow in hate, you reap in hate. It's just that simple. So we want to be able to walk in that love, as Paul told the Ephesian church. How can we be a church that really, truly represent God and not keep his commandments? As we heard Pastor Phoebe and Pastor Eric remind us, you know, that you know, that kind, that kind of love, you know, that, that last, that kind of love that covers, you know, a multitude of fault, things that people do that we know are wrong against us. And until they come into contact with love, I'm talking about the true love of the Father, there'll be no change. And so we thank the Lord this morning for this particular subject matter. We understand the urgency of the hour is calling for more love. We think it can fix families. We think it can fix towns and cities and states and nations and we just believe that this morning and so we're praying for more love this morning amen so we want to welcome all of you to the call this morning this is sunday morning february the 9th 2020 it's 6 a.m in the morning and we just give god praise this morning for this beautiful podcast platform opportunity for us to come together being in various different geographical locations But God has made a way, and we take full advantage of it this morning. It is a blessing from God. It flows out of the love of the Father's heart to be able to just tell us to do something, and then we love him so much that we go do it. That's that's what they, uh, Pastor Stephen Pastor was talking about, keeping those commandments, and the greatest commandment is love. And we have to show the Father our love for him. We have to show him our love for each other. We have to show him our love for others to include those who persecute us. And this is why we pray, because we pray for the love of the Father to reach every heart that's out there without love, empty, you know, sounding brass and tinkling cymbal, saying a lot, making a lot of noise, but there is no depth, there's no height, there's no breath, there's no width to it. It's like just air, confession, empty confession, amen. You know, there may be prophecy, there may be all these other things that are going on out there. But, you know, when there's no love, it's all like tinkling brass in an empty symbol. Just talking loud, ain't saying a whole lot. Amen. So we thank God this morning for the love of the Father that shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And so let's go ahead this morning and check in and get to our scripture this morning so we can pray. Amen. So let's pray this morning together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Father, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, Father, the power and the glory, even the love, God, all belongs to you. So we thank you this morning for your precious gift of the Holy Ghost that you gave us out of love. You did not leave us comfortless and without a counselor, 
For God, you sent us the promise of the Father, which is another gift of your love. We thank you for the Godhead body this morning. We thank you for Christ with us even now, Emmanuel. We thank and praise you that you have given us the gift of the Father. You sent us your Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead body, that we would not be comfortless and we would not be without hope. We thank you that he is the one who teaches us all things now. And he leads and guides us into all truth. Amen. And we thank you this morning that he even brings everything back to our remembrance that Jesus taught his disciples while he was here on the earth. And so he even shows us out of love things to come. And so, Father, we just thank you this morning and we praise you this morning for just a fresh anointing falling upon each and every one of us this morning. And not only on us, Lord, let that anointing uh, extend and expand to places right now that are without love, that are void of love, and break that yoke of division and hatred this morning and persecution this morning, that the love of the Father might be a fresh breath this morning that would just permeate every heart this morning and saturate every mind and life right now. God, may there they be recipients of your love this morning in all cold and evil and wicked and dark places. <clears throat> We're praying, oh God, that you would revive and restore and renew the love, oh God, that is in the heart of many, that because of iniquity spreading and increasing, their, the love in their hearts have waxed cold, oh Lord God. We're praying for families to be restored in love. We're praying for relationships to be restored in love, marriages to be restored in love. We're just praying this morning in the name of Jesus that nations will be restored in love. We're praying this morning that even our enemies this morning will be touched by the love of the Father this morning. And Father, we're just praying this morning that your love will just sweep across the face of this earth and cancel out all the evil and, 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 and hatred that's out there that's causing people to want to take life and harm others, innocent people, Lord, widows and, and, and undisadvantaged and less fortunate people, Lord God, who are on the, 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 the opposite end of love this morning. And God, that what they would do just to know that they're loved and cared for and supported, oh God, in these hard and difficult, perilous times that we're living in where it appears on the surface, God, there be no love out there, but we know underneath, God, there is nothing that can separate us from the love of the Father. So we pray this morning in the name of Jesus that every person, Lord God, that will receive the sound of this podcast, that they will be touched with love. It'll radiate to them, God, and it'll permeate them or saturate them and that they will know, God, through this podcast, Lord God, that the, that the the message of the Father's love for them is great, Lord God. It's greater than anything, God. And he's faithful, Lord God, to love, oh God. And so we give you praise, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor this morning for sending us, oh Lord God, a, a love revival right now, Lord God. Let every man, woman, boy, and girl out there, let them pass the test of life, oh God, in which is love. It rises to the highest level of our existence, oh Lord God. And you said it's the ideal life on earth, a life of love where we love the brethren, we love God, we love each other, and we love those who persecute us and speak all manner of evil against us. And so, Father, we thank you this morning and we praise you. Your name be exalted. Your name be confessed. Your name, Lord God, be heralded. Your name be lifted up and exalted above every other name as we come together this morning to make known to you, to confess to you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Our adoration and love towards you this day the greatest commandment you ever gave, Lord God. And the second one is likened to it is that we love the Father 
our God with all of our heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength this morning, and that we love our neighbors as ourselves. For all other commandments hinge and hang on this on this commandment, renowned by the faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Your love is preeminent, Lord God. That means that heaven and earth will pass away, but your love will never fade. It will never pass away. It will never lose its power and strength to draw men and women to you, even now, Lord God. In the coldest, most difficult, hardest situations, love is able to come in and cover those multitudes of false lord god the love is able to come in and be forgiving oh god and be more supportive and caring of each other and so we thank you this morning for ordering our path and our steps in love this morning we give you the praise the glory and the honor now lord speak to us from your word this morning lord god seal this prayer this morning in our hearts by the word of the lord this morning we thank you as we open up your word this morning we love your word lord we love to share your word and so we thank you this morning because your word is your love letter to us. It is your reminder, Lord God. And so we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning in Jesus' name for your word and for this prayer line this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to talk this morning from a thought this morning is that, you know, we want to be loving with the love, loving with the love that goes above and beyond empty promises and empty confessions. I'll say confessions because we know that here in a week, there are going to be a lot of confessions made because of Valentine's Day. And some folks have waited all year to take their spouses out, or to take their girlfriend or their boyfriends or whoever out on Valentine's Day. We know that right now the shelves in Walmart and Targets and General Dollar and you know and Dollar Tree have just trucks have backed up and loaded all kinds of candy hearts and different red you, you so much red out there right now man because pink and red is all over the place a lot of money gonna be made right now to, to for people instead of people looking someone in the eye saying I love you man they're gonna say you know I love you here's a box of candy here's a beautiful cart that costs so much money. You know, that you got to borrow money, go to pawn shop to buy the cards. Cards are even expensive now. So we know there's going to be a lot of effort for people to try to communicate that they love you. But sometimes, you know, if that love don't rise above, you know, that empty confession, but followed up with some correspondent action, we know it's not genuine love. But we're going to treat it like it's love because we love to confess to people. Oh, you know, I love you. It is one of the most abused terms that I've seen. And the reason is, is because there's no follow on action. There's no corresponding action most of the time. And it just makes it a big old empty confession because we have to wait for that one time a year, set aside money. Oh, I'm going to take my honey here. I'm going to go to me and my honey going on a cruise, me and my honey going to Las Vegas because I love you. You know, all these things. Amen. But what about just, just that genuine a year-round love that you share with each other. That's real love right there, that it is faithful to the end through thick and thin, you know, husband and wives, to death do your part in sickness and in health. You know, that's that's love, you know, man. It it, it, it lasts year-round. It, it doesn't stop. You shouldn't wait for one day out of the year to confess to somebody. And some folks ain't going to tell you to love it. They go buy a card and write all them sweet things on there, man, and, Never look you in the eye and say, baby, you know, I love you. I just thank God for you. I'm glad you're in my life, you know. I mean, you know, that's what has kind of, you know, been missing, you know. 
and uh, sometimes it's replaced by empty confession. So we want to be loving with a love that goes above and beyond our empty confessions. I'm telling you, man, when the Lord say he loves you, he demonstrates it. He gives us life every day. He gives us what we need every day. You know, he provides for us every day. Come on, y'all. You know, love, man, that, that husband, man, you know, ought to be willing to love that wife and show that wife that love, you know, by being that breadwinner, you know, and, you know, and doing everything he can to set the right leadership tone, you know, and that that wife will want to follow him because she feel that love. And when he can't go, that wife ought to be there and say, baby, I got the slack, you know, I mean, I'm going to be an extension of your, your authority, you know, and all this fighting and bickering over who this and who going to do that. Man, it's just, it's crazy right now. But we wait for Valentine's Day to try to make up. And once that day is over, well, I took you out. I took you to your favorite restaurant. Yeah, but my God, I like to go have Valentine's Day every day, you know. And so we want to love, you know, above and beyond, you know, those empty confessions, amen, that don't last but one 24-hour period and then it's over, you know. And so that's the kind of love we believe that it's going to take to change this world, loving with a love that goes above and beyond empty confessions, amen, that sometimes they don't, you, ones you love don't even get that on Valentine's Day, you know, we too big for that, we did not grew that, you know, and all of that, man, you know, so, you know, but the Bible says, you know, man, that, hey, where there's no love, you can have everything, but where there's no love, it's just sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. Those speeches and all that don't mean anything. Those confessions don't have any weight to them. <clears throat> They're just empty. As Pastor Sharon have always said, anything without corresponding action, you know, it's not, it's not really anything, you know, so you got to have corresponding action. If you confess that you love somebody, where's the proof? Where's the corresponding action? You know, where's the doing part of that? I heard you, but what are you doing to prove that? What are you doing to demonstrate that? And I tell you, we have a wonderful example. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is faithful, who promised. You know, he's going to do everything that he promised, and he's going to do it well. You know, even if he have to make a sacrifice, which he did, to prove and to demonstrate that love. And the Bible said there's no greater love than this that a man lay down his life for a friend. That's called sacrifice. Love requires sacrifice. Love requires putting someone else before yourself. Amen. Love demands these things out of us. If it's real, genuine, pure love, then it will have these follow-on corresponding extended actions to prove that all the time that person never would have on the receiving end would never have to wonder about do you love them, do you care for them, you know, can they count on you and depend on you, or are you sometime, you love today, but tomorrow you find fault, you got issues, you know. But love should be preeminent. It should rise above everything because the Lord said it, it kind of, you know, it, it just conquers a lot of fear. Love just, it, it, you know, once it's not itself, it's not puffed up. You know, love is just love. Amen. And it's unconditional. Don't place no conditions on it. If you do this, I'll do this. Or they provoke me to do this. If it's real love, amen. Everything else, man, gets taken care of. Everything else, you know, has, cannot rise above that because it's unconditional. Amen. No conditions on it. And it's it really life's test is love. That's the greatest test on, on, of life is love, you know, is love, you know. 
And so we thank the Father this morning, you know, who gives us life and he tests that life to see if you love life. If you love life, then you love God and you want everybody to be able to have life. Amen. And we know God is life. He loved us so much that he gave us this life that we now live. So I want you this morning to turn over to the book of First Timothy chapter 1. And we're going to look at one verse there and then we're going to pray, which is verse number five. And again, uh, you know, Paul is teaching Timothy, this young pastor here, and he's teaching him about love and he's letting him know because Timothy is getting ready to become a pastor. He's getting ready to become a leader. You know, he's getting ready to have responsibility for other people. And if you don't have a caring heart, it'd be difficult to care for people. If you don't love God, it's going to be hard to love people because in a church environment or in a Christian circle of believers, you always got all kinds of different ideas. You got different personalities and you really have to have, a, a you know, just a common uh, desire to love people, to get along with people, you know, in order, man, to be able to lead those people. And I believe like, you know, like, like, like Jesus, he said, by loving kindness, have I drawn thee? I believe that if I have love in my heart, as the scripture teaches in Romans, the book of Romans, chapter five, verse five, shed abroad by the Lord. I believe, uh, you know, that that love can extend and reach out to people through my personal conduct, my actions, you know, what I do, you know, because as preachers, as pastors, as leaders, you know, we can, uh, you know, we can preach to people. We can confess Jesus to people. We can talk about Jesus. But you know what? Until we start living what we preach, it doesn't have the same effect because people are looking for examples of leadership and they look at us and they hear what we're saying. But if we don't live what we're preaching and teaching them, uh, it, it, it's less, it has less power to draw people. Amen. But when people begin to see you doing and not just saying, you know, people, are, people will be drawn to you. They'll follow you because they believe that you love Jesus and that's why you're following him. And it becomes a whole, it adds a lot of value and strength to your message, you know, and that, that confession is not just empty confession. You really mean it because you're living it and it becomes very easy to, to communicate that message with results because people feel your genuineness. They feel like, yeah, they know your track record. They know your life. They see you, you know, yeah, you, you, you live in what you preach. You ain't just saying it, just confessing it, but you actually live in it. You love the saints. You love God because you show your love to the saints, even got saints praying for people who persecute them, you know, and that's, that's, you know, that's what Paul is trying to uh, relate to Timothy here, who's this new pastor, young pastor, getting ready to take off here and lead people. So Paul is really, you know, really maturing him and giving him some meat. He ain't giving him some milk here. He giving him some meat and he's telling him what is it going to, what it's going to take. And he's telling him, Timothy, your love is going to have to rise above you know, and beyond empty confessions. You know, you can tell these people that you minister to them that I love you with the love of Christ. He said, but what you, what you do, they're going to, they're going to forget 80% of what you say, but they're going to remember everything that you do. <clears throat> and so he's just teaching him here and talking about these false prophets that are totally opposite. These false prophets are going to come in and they're going to try to put so much spin and grin on what they saying to you because they want the, that, you know, they want it to be more powerful than any, any love. You know, they just want to be controlling. They want you to, to look at them as the example. But everything they're saying is kind of empty because they're not doing what they say. 
And so Paul is drawing a distinction here to Timothy. So let's take a look here at this verse. And uh, matter of fact, let's read verse 3 down to verse 7 just to get a clear picture here and see the difference here. And Paul, what he's telling Timothy is going to be required of him. And he's making a comparison between Timothy and what Paul is teaching Timothy that's required versus what the, the false prophets are actually trying to do. So let's look at verse 3. He says, as I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine. So he's telling him right there. Paul said, look, I already warned these false prophets, Timothy. This is why I'm telling you because they're out there and it's like they're getting a stronghold over the people. Because what they're teaching people, they're trying to get this empty doctrine, this empty teaching, this false prophecies and whatnot based on tradition of men, trying to get that to rise above, you know, your, you know, your position of teaching and showing love through, you know, through your personal example of going above and beyond empty confessions and false teachings. And so he goes on in verse four here. He's saying, you know, you, you, you have a different doctrine. You have a doctrine of best based on love. And then uh, four, he says, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith. So do there it is now go above and beyond that empty confession. So do follow it up with some corresponding action. He said, because, you know, for false teachers, they're going to give heed to that old endless speculation, that old tradition of men, that old controversial, you know, discussion rather than God's work. You know, they're going to always want you to serve them and not serve God and serve his people. So he says, you know, and so do this, Timothy, you know, if you're going, if you're going to be effective and used by God, you can't only just tell people what to do. You got to do too yourself. Verse five is, 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 is my verse right there. He says, now the end of the commandment is charity, meaning love out of a pure heart. Here, here's what goes above and beyond. It's got to be a pure heart. That's above what the prophets teach. He says, and of a good conscience, that's above what they teach. And he says, finally here, you know, pure heart of a good conscience and of faith unfrightened. There can be no doubt about your faith, Timothy. It's got to be sincere. And people will know of your faith and what you're doing, what you're saying, if it jives, if it matches, if it's followed by corresponding action, then they'll know that that faith, man, is pure. It's sincere faith, okay? So let's look at those three things that Timothy Paul is calling for here. Number one, he says it's got to be above a pure heart, you know. It's got to be above a good conscience. It's got to be above sincere faith. So what he's telling him here is look at the false prophets, okay? What they're trying to teach is above all of that. But he's saying, but you stay with the pure heart, you stay with the good conscience, and you stay with the sincere faith and you should be fine because they're going to try to take that empty stuff above what you're telling them. They're going to try to put a spin on it, make it sound so good and so glamorous. It's just too good to be true. And you know, that's the case, you know, got all that charisma and all that spin, but ain't got no character. Come on. Ain't got no example. Ain't living nothing. Just sound doc, you know, no sound doctrine, a lot of noise talking loud, ain't saying nothing. A lot of old folks tales and fables, you know, don't mean nothing, empty, follies, you know, vanity. And so Paul is telling Timothy, you know, that they're trying to take that teaching there above. And that's why Paul said in 2 Corinthians I, chapter 2, I did not come to you all, church folk, with uh, excellency of speech, you know, enticing words, 
but I came with a demonstration of the spirit and power of God. What spirit? The spirit of love. You know, the Holy Ghost is a spirit of love, you know. Amen. And then he goes on in verse 6, and he says, From which some, having swerved, have turned aside unto vain jingling. You know, they've gone after that false stuff. It, it sounds so good. Oh, you're going to get this if you do this. If you sow this amount, you're going to get this and all of that, you know. Number seven, he says, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor whereof they confirm. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. If it rises above that empty confession, you know, false teaching puts so much ambition and personal ideas above the truth because they don't love the father. You know, they, they love themselves more than they love others, you know. And then he talks, you know, he says false teachers also put self-righteousness above God's gospel. That's what he's saying right there in verse number eight. False teachers, we know they do not understand the law themselves. You know, they don't understand its purpose. It's to draw people to God, not to themselves. You know, he said the law is not given for the right to righteous people, but to unrighteous people so that everyone who is guilty of sin and evil can be convicted. You know, that's why the gospel comes. Nine, he says, knowing this, that the law is not made for the righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for the unholy and the profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers and for manslayers. You know, he goes on to talk about other people that it is given to to restrain them. And so Paul here is setting Timothy up to let him know, Timothy, all this category of people that's here that you're going to have to deal with, man, you're going to have to have some love that rises above, that goes above and beyond all that empty teaching that they've been taught by the false prophets, all of that empty confession that people make one day and they change their mind the next day. It's like tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. And he goes on there, he says in 10, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for man-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, verse 11 in my last verse, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. And so he's letting them know right there now, the law is given to restrain people, to keep them from committing wickedness, false teachers do not understand the real measuring rod used by God, which is the gospel preached in love. You know, love for all these people. That's the kind of love that Paul is teaching Timothy here that makes a distinction between the false prophets who are also teaching a doctrine. Watered down, wasn't based on love. They were just spewing it out there, telling the people, holding the people accountable to it. But guess what? They weren't doing it themselves. They were not doing it themselves. They were requiring other people, but they weren't living nothing. They were living totally contrary, trying to create their own righteousness. That's why the Lord said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, because it leaveneth the whole lump. There is a danger when you partake of that. There's a danger when you follow that false teaching, that false doctrine. You can fall in one of these categories. But he's saying, Timothy, he said, love, let, he said, loving with love, Timothy, that goes above and beyond empty confessions, false teaching, false prophecies. 
And he said, that Timothy do. And then you'll be accomplishing the work that the Lord has called us to do in word and in deed. Amen. So, Father, we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning for this word this morning that you want us loving with a love that goes above and beyond all these empty confessions. As we move toward celebrating another Valentine's Day, Father, let this be today that we began a journey right now in love, that we do love. We not just only confess love, but Lord God, let it be preeminent in us, Lord God. Let it resonate in us. Let it be rooted and grounded in us, O oh Lord, that we love out of a pure heart, Lord God. You said with a good conscience and a sincere faith all the way to the end until we see Jesus. So Father, we just thank you. Help us to pass life's greatest test, which is to love you, God, more than anything, to love others more than we love ourselves, and to also love ourselves, oh Lord God, and be more caring and supportive of one another, especially those that are less fortunate. You said that the poor we would always have with us. And you said, Lord God, that if we need clothes, put clothes on our back. If we need shoes, put shoes on our feet. If people are hungry, feed my people that are hungry. Take care of the widows and the orphans. Look look favorably upon the, the affairs of other people, the things of other people, as though they were your own. And so, Father, you said, don't just be sounding brass and tinkling cymbals, but you told us, Lord God, to let our love, God, let it rise above, Lord God. Let it go beyond just empty confessions that come around once a year, Lord God, and we sometimes use that because we want something in return. But your love was an unconditional love. And let your love in us, Lord God, let it come from a pure heart that's sold out and committed to you, that's willing to pay the price to see a soul saved and one to Christ, willing to go the extra mile, Lord God, to pull people out of the fire that will that will burn in hell, Lord God, if they're not touched by the love of the Father, that will bring about a change and a new path for them to walk in away from the, the, the love of the world and the errors of, of man and sin and, and, and leaven that you said leaven if the whole lump and the righteousness of men and all this false teaching and false doctrine and false peach preaching out here, Lord, that leads to more lawlessness and unrighteousness. But God, we know that love, Lord God, can turn all of that around. Love can cover a multitude of those sins and shortfalls. And so, Father, we're just praying in the name of Jesus that through us, the saints of God, the true believers, the men and women that have been called out from the world, consecrated, separated, Lord God, instruments, vessels that you want to send forth your love through us, O oh Lord God, for the working of salvation in the earth, that all who will hear these present greetings, to hear this word that is being taught, this word that is being shared, this word that is being published and distributed out on our podcast. Father, we're praying for the return on this word because you said, oh God, that by loving kindness have I drawn thee. And so we're praying this morning in the name of Jesus over the ears of our listeners this morning, over their hearts. And we're praying that this word that is powerful and quick and sharper than any two-edged sword will cut, Lord God, to the dividing of soul and spirit and the Son of God. And let this word penetrate and let it discern the intents and thoughts of the heart right now that it will bring about a change, Lord God, and it will draw people to yourself, God. And we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We lift up your name right now in all those places where we now have access to our podcast. 
Oh, God, let this word go out and let it never return to you void until it accomplishes your purpose. And we believe that purpose this morning is to bring people, Lord God, into a love relationship with you and to a place, oh God, that is above, Lord God, the false teaching, the false prophecies, the lying to people, the manipulating, exploiting people, Lord God, trying to control people, Lord God. And Lord God, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus, oh Lord God, for that love that arises above, that goes above and beyond empty confessions, oh God, that love, oh God, that will be out of a pure heart, Lord God, and a good conscience and a sincere faith, oh God, is how we come this morning, Father God. And so as you told Timothy, God, we now share with those that are on this line right now, Lord God, that they will see themselves as instruments before you and make themselves available. As they go forth today, God, I'm praying in the name of Jesus, that, Lord God, that they'll be able to meet a new friend, make a new friend, God, reach another soul out there with love today, people that they've never known or met before. God, I pray that the day you open up the door, provide opportunity, because what the world needs now, God, is love. And we know this, Father, and we understand this, Father. And so let our actions now correspond with the confessions that come out of our mouth. Let us not just wait around for one day out of the year to be able to tell somebody, you know that I love you, but God, let us be those who do that love, to show that love, live that love, and not only confess it, Lord. As Paul told Timothy, he said, Paul told Timothy, Timothy, this do, you know, this do, Timothy. Don't just say it to him, but do it, because you have a whole list of hurting people there, Timothy, uh, that, 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 that is trying to generate and create their own righteousness and 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 it's no righteousness at all as paul is telling timothy he said knowing this timothy that the law is made for the righteous man but for the lawless and the disobedient for the ungodly and for the sinners for unholy and profane for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers and for manslayers he said for whoremongers and for them that defile themselves with mankind and man stealers for liars and for those who are purged persons, and if they be any other, if there be any other that is contrary to sound doctrine, he said, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which with have we have committed, he has committed to our trust. He said, Timothy, this is what has to rise above. The love of God has to rise above all of this that we might win those people that fall in these categories and other categories, all other categories, Paul says, my God, that have been bit by, that have been poisoned by, contaminated by, misled by false teachers <clears throat> because they do not understand. They lack the understanding of the real meaning of the gospel of Jesus Christ and how it is supposed to be used to win souls, not so much in confession, but also in doing that we have not only the hearers of the word, but we have the doers of the word. Now, Timothy, let your love rise above. Let it go beyond all those empty confessions and promises that people make people all the time. And so, Father, we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning. We give you the glory this morning. We give you the honor this morning, Lord God, for this word. We pray, Father, that it will go out and fall on good ground because love is a message, God, that is universal. It's a daily message. Lord God, it's a lifetime message. It's a message, Lord God, that should be preached and made known every day, not just on Valentine's Day. 
And so we thank you this morning that love is how we pass life's test, Lord, is that that's the ideal life that you desire for us to live and now help us order our steps in it, Father, as we go forth today because love is as about as spiritual as it can get, Father. And so we thank and praise you right now, God. There's nothing against love. It points to true discipleship, Lord God, because your word says in the book of John, chapter 13, verse 35, by this, he says, shall men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one for another. So we thank you this morning that love, oh God, is the only way we can genuinely, sincerely serve you in faith, oh God, because the book of John chapter 21, verse 16 says, oh God, that he saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, loveth thou me? Jesus asked him a question, Father, and we, we're asked that question today by your spirit. He saith unto him, and Father, we answer the way he answered, yea, Lord, Ye know that I love thee. Hath, and he said to him, he saith unto him, feed my sheep. And Father, we understand the instruction. We got the message today. We receive it in love. And Father, we thank and praise you that our speech, you know, our, our publishing of the gospel will not be, Lord God, with just vain words and empty speech of vanity. But your word says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, Though I speak with tongues of men, and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. So, Father, we thank you for helping us, Lord God, to let our love rise above and beyond, Lord God, empty confessions, because it demonstrates the reality of a new life that we are now living, called to live by Christ Jesus, as saved people, as saved saints, God, those who love you. Lord God, now let us go out and do and not just be forgive for hearers. We ask you to order our steps today in the path of love because your word says in the book of 1 John chapter 3, verse 14, as we close our prayer, Lord, we said, we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. And he that loveth not his brother abideth in death. And so, Father, we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning that when we're loving, Lord God, above and beyond, Lord God, empty confessions. We know that this is the love of God that is proven by our brotherly love and that we love all of those who persecute us. We love you, Father. We love ourselves and we love each other, Lord God, because your word says this morning as we close in 1 John, the book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 20, if a man say, I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar for that for he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he have not seen? <clears throat> so, Father, we thank and praise you this morning, Holy Ghost of God, that you would just allow us to love above and beyond that empty confession that we make once a year. And so, Father, we give you the praise and glory. Now, now, thank you for this word. Let it be rooted, grounded in our hearts that we go forth and not just be hearers, but be doers of this work, God. And we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. We thank you now that this word will not return to you void, not seal it in the heart of your people, that we sin not against you. And we receive it right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, and we praise you this morning in Jesus' name for pure hearts and good consciences and, above all, sincere faith. Now, may we walk by faith, live by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. All right.